0: I just want to share some scripture with you. One of the things that um, we've been talking about, the life, life of victory, and I've been on the um, part two of the warrior. One thing about the warrior, when you talk about the warrior, this is one of the things that you do. Sung Tu said something out of his book, The Art of Warfare. He had this quote. He said, in ancient times, skillful warriors made themselves invincible and then watch for the vulnerability in their opponents. And warriors do. When you're preparing, you make yourself into a state that you really are invincible. And then you watch to see the vulnerability of whoever you're engaging. And when you look at that and you take that quote, we have the perfect opportunity to make ourselves invincible because our God is invincible. And when you're working and serving and you're in him and union with him, communion with him, when you're in Christ, is Christ, in, is Christ invincible? How many believe that? So if you're in Christ, that makes you what? So in ancient, this is not ancient times, today's times, you want to be invincible. You want to be the one that doesn't shake, rattle and roll, whatever that song is. You, we stay in communion with Christ. Now, there's a union, and there's communion. Now, I'll tell you about the union. When you say, Jesus, come into my heart, that starts. But communion is constantly pursuing him and getting in his presence and making yourself in his presence just as strong as he is. Because greater is he that's in you than what? Okay. Those scriptures aren't in there just to say that's a great comic book. It's the truth. So if we're greater than what's in the world, makes us invincible. Now, here's, here it is. I'm making mean, the old school. If you lay your life down, it's a win-win situation, isn't it? If you die, you actually what? See? So you're invincible. You're not going to die. Now, you lay this body down, but... Your spirit with God. Think about it. So it's a win-win situation. So he said that, and what I wanted to do is spend a couple minutes talking about. When I wrote this down, real victory is based on identity. Real victory is based on identity. Talking about position last week, remember I talked about if you go two steps forward and you're holding ground and you're fighting for ground, you get counterattack. You stay. You never get knocked back because you're right on that position where God puts you. But really, real victory is based on our identity. The enemy is great to strip you of your identity, to strip you of your position, letting you think that you're not in the right position, you're out of position. But there's some basic truths we're going to talk about next week about some equipment that you need to put on. But before you put the equipment on, you got to be make sure that you're stable and you're strong and who you are in Christ. Because we forget very quickly. Because if you don't know who you are and whose you are, you'll fall for anything and anybody. Usually happens. It's like my dad just said, if you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for what? Everything. If you don't know who you are and whose you are, you're already lost. Because that's the first thing he takes from you. Steal, kill, and destroy. See, that? That's a, isn't that a progression? steal, kill, and destroy you, strip you, humiliate you, and put you down, okay? Now, this is some scriptures I got to get through this without getting excited because I love the, the word of God, okay? Here we go. One thing I wrote down, if you're taking notes, we fortify our position by knowing who we are in Christ. We fortify our position by knowing who we are in Christ, now, a lot of times we think spiritual warfare is getting up and punching it out and we never saw Jesus punching no one out. He just said come out of that man. Whatever things whatever was necessary. But what happened is when Jesus the first ones to recognize Jesus Christ on the earth was the demons. They knew who he was before man knew who he was. That's pretty good. When the demons know you before the people know you. And he also knew his position and they knew his position. See, it's different when you know your position and the enemy knows your position. They don't mess with you much because see, here's the thing. If you're hidden in Christ, that's his key in Christ. Christ whipped the devil's butt. Remember when he went in the garden, when he went into the wilderness the second time, the first time, went into the wilderness. Right. Looking for a fight. Adam fell. The second Adam says, I'm back. Here we are. Here I am. And guess what? 40 days. tried it. Who won? So if my God is victorious and I'm in my God, that makes me what? So if I don't think I'm in my God and my God's too busy for me, Jesus don't have time for me or anything. I'm already out there because that's what he says. You fail too much and Jesus showed it all up. So. The fortify position by knowing who we are in Christ. One thing we must recognize, Christ abides in us and we abide in him. Christ abides in us and we abide in him. 1 John 4.13, by this we know that we abide in who? Him and he in us because he has given us, given of us his spirit. Truth number one, Christ abides in us and we in him. Foundational stone. So you never think that you're alone. You never think that you're by yourself. He's in you. If Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, he's in you. When you think you have nothing left, how do you think you keep moving? Because Christ is in you. His Holy Spirit is moving you sometimes, especially when you have no energy. You think, where'd that come from? Especially if you if you if you uh, serve, you've been tired all week, but you come in the house and God and serve because you get empowered by Christ, who's inside of you, who abides, means dwell in us, not ourselves. Man, I'm so happy I'm not by myself, and I have to think by myself, and I gotta depend on myself. I will mess so many things up because the word self messes you up. <laughs> Think about it. So, truth number one He abides in us, we in Him. Okay. Now, certain things in Christ, in Christ, write that down. In Christ, in Christ. First one, in Christ, we are blessed. And everyone looked at me like, I don't feel it. And there's the problem. I love that phone. It's not about a feeling. It's about a reason. We are blessed. Past tense. Now, in our natural state, we walk by our senses. Don't feel like I'm blessed. It doesn't look like I'm blessed. But here is a theological truth. If you're in Christ Jesus, you are blessed. Now, sometimes you have to open people's mouths and pour Christ into them. So you will believe it because we're so much into seeing and we don't recognize how blessed we truly are. Says, And let me get to Ephesians 1, 3. Let me unpack this. Blessed be the Lord, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who blessed us in Christ with some spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Excuse me. Excuse me. Every, every. Every. What does it mean in the Greek? Every. What does it mean in Hebrew? Every. When I don't feel like I'm blessed. Every. Spiritual blessing. Now, my natural body lives here, but in my spiritual, talking about spiritual blessings, in the spirit, I'm with Jesus, and I am blessed. And I don't care if I have another, I don't have another dime in my pocket. I, you can't take away a theological truth that I am blessed. And here it is. You are too. And the only reason you find that out is when you get into the word and you get to pray and you get to sit with God and he reminds you that you're my child. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. You are blessed. you not going to be blessed. You are blessed with everything you need. And I think someone wrote down, we have everything we need. And see, when you get that attitude. Something happens to you. I like what Fred Price says. People think you're arrogant when you walk around knowing who you are and whose you are. You know, if you grew up with a bunch of brothers that was the baddest guys on the planet, and you're a little child in that family, the little ones, yeah, I'm not saying anything. I used to have them in my my neighborhood. (laughs) The guys who had the biggest brothers, they walked around like, Psh. <laughs> I wish someone would try this because I have someone bigger. And they walk different. They even talk different. And they were borderline, they were really over-the-top arrogant. But let me tell you something, church. Jesus Christ has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. Our God is amazing, but the only way people are going to recognize our God is amazing by your walk and by your talk. If we start looking like everybody else, they're going to say that is just another religion that is dead because you got to know him, not know about him. Let me give you an example. See, it's great to know Jesus' name, but it's even better to know him. See, if you just know of him on Wednesdays and Sundays, let me tell you what happens when you try to uh, walk in this world and you're trying to gain victory in this world. Let's go to Acts chapter one of my friends, one of my good scriptures. Acts chapter 19, verse 13 through 16. These are some one of the funniest guys I've ever seen in the Bible. Called this seven sons of Sceva. How many have you heard about them? <laughs> These guys were amazing. Hey, they were brave, but they were crazy. Now you hear this word, some, then some of them were interrent, which means they were, um, let me see I wrote it down in my book. They were nomad, nomadic. They were all over the place. Jewish exorcists undertook to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, I enjoy you by the Jesus whom Paul proclaims. Seven sons. Of a Jewish high priest named Sceva were doing this. But the evil spirit answered them, not good, when they answered them. <laughs> oh, they're talking back and they're talking smack. Got, it should have been a clue. Jesus, I know, because Paul was doing it, casting demons out and in Ephesus in one of the worst demonic places in the world, which was great because he was showing God's power. Jesus I know, and Paul I recognize, but who are you? (laughs) And Then a fight broke out. And, uh, (laughs) And the man in whom was the evil spirit leaped on them, mastered all of them, and overpowered them, so they were fled out of the house naked and wounded. See, It's one thing to know the name. It's another thing to know him. See, I'm not strong because I know the name. I'm strong because I know we know him. So in warfare, if you're not ready for this, and it can happen in any life you're in, little things will kill you or hurt you or push. You get pushed over by little stuff. Because when you get pushed over by little stuff, the devil comes in and says, see, I told you your God is not strong. And you don't know Jesus that well. You just know of him. He can convince you that he's not going to help you. This is a sorry. This is over. There's nothing left to do. Um, just call it in. Just pack it in. And we see that happen when you hear the word suicide. For those who know, don't know Jesus. Because when you hear this word, there's no more hope. There's no more anything, then next thing you know, someone's a statistic. Now, I grew up hearing those words. He's good at it. That's why I spent a whole couple of weeks telling you how he speaks to you. But you gotta recognize, know him, not know of him. See, Paul knew him. And they knew that Paul knew him. But they didn't know those guys. But he got, they took a liking to him because they whipped them all out of the house. So one of the stories, this amazing story, is about this. They didn't know Jesus. They were just trying to play religion. When I look at that story, those were religious folks. They never did anything wrong. They always, you know, don't, don't curse at your mother. All the nice things they were doing, but they didn't know him. They were religious, but they weren't in relationship. Make sense? So, then Christ... I love this one. In Christ, we are redeemed. I love the book of Ephesians. Ephesians 1, 7. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace. We are redeemed. The word redeemed means buy back. Buy back. In the ancient culture, if you're in slavery, the owner can come and buy you back. See, we were all enslaved to sin, and Jesus came. God brought Jesus down to buy us what? Back. And we are redeemed. You are redeemed. And the forgiveness of your trespasses according to his grace. Everyone say once and for all. The reason why I have you do that, because every time you make a bad move, or a mistake. Who is in your ear intensifying it? (laughs) Right, And you got to say, what is that? It's him. Because he only reminds you of the mistakes. Because he knows the book, guys, just like you do. Sometimes better than you do. He knows his end. You just got to make sure you know yours. And you got to recognize for somebody, forgiveness is your trespasses according to his riches of his grace. His grace is so rich. His kindness is so rich. God did not win in this deal. He felt, you know, he did. He said how valuable you were to call you back, to buy you back. You're valuable enough to send my son. That's already, you know, you don't even think, some of you don't even think, I'm worthy enough. I'm not, I'm not important enough. You're so important that someone had to die. We do it the other day when we, when, we, when we witnessed the people. Your sin was so bad that Jesus had to die. Can I flip it on you guys? You're so valuable that someone, that Jesus, I mean, God sent his son to die for us and then to live in us. That's how valuable you are. Don't look for other people to try to fill that void in your heart, which they can't fill. Only Christ can fill that void. And once you know that you're loved, then let the other person off the hook. See, that's the biggest fight we all fight. Am I loved? Am I accepted? Am I significant? Reason why? Because you can hear it three or four times a day that you're not loved. You're not accepted, and you're not significant. Because he's good at it. He doesn't shut up. So when he doesn't shut, Miss Helen, you're getting the free on this one, aren't you? He doesn't shut up. So if he doesn't shut up, I cannot shut this. Because if I don't, if I shut this, I'm shutting down. I will shut down because I, just as good as you guys get, I get even harder about your insignificant, not important enough, Then what? this and this and that. If I don't tell him to shut up by getting in here and telling Jesus telling him to shut up, if I shut this book, I shut down. And then you wonder, why is, why, is he looking, why is he looking like that? Because they shut down. We can tell if you had a good week or a bad week. Because you wasn't, you shut the word down in your life. You shut the connection down. And he wants you to do that. Because he knows if he take you away from this, he'll take you away from everything else. Because anything else is insignificant without Christ. He recognized we're nobodies without Jesus. And he will, will feel that way. Anything good, anything bad, everything in my life has come from Jesus. See? I'm not smart enough without Christ. Remember I said the bigger the day, the bigger the need. The bigger the mission, the bigger the need. But he shuts, he doesn't shut up. And we shut this down. We're thinking wrong. We start thinking wrong. We start agreeing. With the enemy. He can't take it out of your hand. He can just make you put it down. He doesn't physically come and rip the Bible out of your hand or rip Jesus out of your heart. He just makes you take it for granted. So you get fading. You start to fade. You start to fade. And you start to fade out. And then when you fade out, condemnation. Because you fade. Well, you faded out. You used to be strong in that church. Now you just, they're not going to accept you back in this church. Well, who told them that? When all the forgiveness is trespass, Whatever. Who, who, I don't declare trespasses. Jesus does. So when I hear people, they get convicted, not even convicted, condemned off the past. If I, Here's another line. If I would have just stayed this, my kids wouldn't be messed up. Who told you that? When did you become Christ? (laughs) You know, guys, I'm just, what I hear, isn't every day, it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. The accusing and Brethren, every day, 24-7, when Coach and us, encourage you to get with others, and we pray at 9.30 on Sundays, and we pray at 6 a.m. on Wednesdays, and we're praying for you. We're praying for our city, but most of all, this power happens when we're all in that room together, and what we're not trying to do is add another number to that room trying to help you become more intimate with Jesus Christ because it starts with prayer. It has to start in the morning. Otherwise, the voices get more intense. It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. If you know, you can see it happening in the natural. Our military men and women deployed cannot let down their guard just because it's quiet. In fact, when it's too quiet, there's big problems. That does not stop a, a, line, a side bomb coming up on, on side of you or an ambush just around the corner. See? Gotta recognize you are redeemed and you are forgiven. And if you don't recognize that, he'll get you. Cause I remember if you stay out late, you're late anyway. I remember those days, that was the dumbest thing I ever thought of. You're late coming in from the house on the weekend. You know your parents are gonna spank you anyway. Well, spank you, that's a nice word today. Beat you. <laughs> At two in the morning. So we out dumb idea. Let's just do it at four o'clock and then you get the worst beaten. Because what happens, and I know that when you start to fail back, so I'm already losing anyway. What's the use? Why why don't even why don't I don't even want to try anymore? Gotcha. He's good at it. And this can all happen in an eight hour day, guys. Right. It can happen eight hour a day. You got to get up in the morning and say, what was that? What was I thinking? You weren't thinking. He was planning. He was scheming. Make you walk away. Come bless you. Know why? Because the next one. In Christ, we are righteous. We are right standing with God. Second Corinthians 5, 21. For our sake, he made him to be sin. Who knew no sin, made him to be sin, so that we might become the righteousness of God. If Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. You are righteous. Not on your own good looks and your good and your good hard work. It's because Jesus died on the cross and made us righteous. Your position is righteous. Your position is redeemed. Your other position is you're blessed. Now, there's a hundred different scriptures in the Bible. I just wanted to share these. I can't even get through these four because I'm here to tell you, you're blessed. You're redeemed. And you're righteous. And my job is to keep reminding you of that. Because when I see you down and I ask you, you don't sound righteous. You don't sound like you're redeemed, and you sure don't sound like you're blessed because someone stole something from you. All through the word of mouth. Greatest thing he does is take it quickly, especially when you have a mountaintop experience, right? Yeah, God is awesome. Step out the next day, bam! And that's the same way when we play sports. If a team scored quick, you better take the crowd out of the game real quick and take their attention off that win. And that's what he does. And then he knows our moves. But I want you, when you go through this, this uh, two year experiment no, that's getting two years of life of victory, you know his moves because he uses the same move all the time. He doesn't change up. And y'all recognize it. He doesn't change up. Last one is, in Christ, we have rest. Everybody go, <sighs> y'all needed that, right? Let me give you the scripture. You say, how do you get rest out of this? This is easy. Ephesians 2, six. We have rest and raised us up with him and seated us with him. In the heavenly places in Christ, Jesus raised us up with who? Seated us with who? In heavenly places in who? Now, Jesus. Damien, come up here because I'm going to close on this. Come up here. All right. Now, okay. Now, Damien, I want everybody to see this, so um. Take that chair. Oh man, here we go. All right. Now you're not gonna feel you're not gonna feel weird if I do something, are you? Okay, sit down. Now, last time I checked, Jesus was Hispanic, okay? All right. Now last time I read the word, I'm seated with him. <laughs> I mean, just with I mean it's with the Bible. You know, okay? Alright, don't get with him. I'm just kidding. But really, see it with him, right? Now life's going on. Now, last time I checked in the Bible says he seated him there until he made his en- enemies his what? Footstool. So if everything is going on, I can't understand what's going on in my life. If Jesus ain't standing up tripping, why are we standing up with him tripping? He's not standing up. Now, last time I read he stood up to welcome Stephen in. Who was getting rocked to death to welcome, hey, my son, he's awesome. I'll stand it, give him honor. He's the first one, he's one of the guys that died for me. Now, Jesus is sitting. I'm sitting with him. So I gotta be, he's resting. I haven't seen him like, hey, called in. God says, guys, I was only kidding about the Christian church. It was only a joke. My time has expired. It's all over. I'm out of here. Fend for yourselves. Now, What does he say? You see it with him. He's sitting down. So, what do you need to sit? How do you find out how to sit down? You get in the Word and rest. Thank you, sir. If he's not tripping, if God isn't tripping, and God ain't standing up, call it in. The ship's about to sink. Why are we getting up out of his seat? You know, when we get up out of his seat, we ain't get away from him. Because we got to get up out of the seat to get away from him. When I'm closer, like whenever you're in trouble, when I'm sitting down and whenever I'm in trouble, I can go like this. And then he puts his arm around you says it's going to be okay because I'm closer. Why am I going to run away if I'm right there sitting with him? <laughs> Think about it. And it happens when you get older, guys, because we're too old to run now, so I can have all this wisdom. When you're young, I'm going I'm to fight. No, don't fight, man. Just sit down. Sit down. <laughs> and be quiet. Yes. <laughs> Hang with him. Sit down. Because everything he gave us, I wrote this down. Someone said this. We already have everything. We already have everything. When we have him, we have everything. Don't judge by your senses. you judge, judged by the truth. We have everything. We have peace. We have joy. But if you give it away or if you get up out of the seat, you're going farther away. You see? I'm preparing you for this because if you're thinking things are going to change in our planet, Guys, it's just not. It's supposed to get worse. So we can shine as, light, as lights in this perverse generation. But don't get up out of the seat. <laughs> when you hear this line, oh, I guess I got to pray. Yeah, that's the first thing you need to do. You're close to him. Hey, pray. Hey, where you going over down there? I'll be back. I'm going to go save the world. You forgot him. It's impossible to do anything with God without him. I tried it. It don't work. You make a mess, destroy stuff, he does be resurrected, though. I want to encourage you. You have rest. Rest in him. And everything I'm telling you takes faith. See, my natural body is here, but my spiritual I'm with him. It's two realities. you got to fight. When I'm in this word, this reality is overwhelming. When I'm outside this word, this reality is overwhelming. I understand that. But a warrior recognizes the real reality, the truth. That's why he makes himself invincible. That's why each and every one of you, if you're in Christ, are invincible. And if you study and you look and see the word, you'll recognize why he's pushing those buttons. Because then you'll be able to see his vulnerability. He don't like praise. He don't want you to pray. He definitely don't want you to read the Bible. That's why he scrambles it when you try to read it. Amen? Let's stand.